Hey guys, it's Ashes, and welcome back to another episode of Simply Put. Last week over here, we talked a bit about mental health, and earlier this week on Simply More, I explained a bit of the reason why many Black men and women uh, have expressed some hesitancy to partake in the COVID vaccine, and why it's unfair to compare their hesitancy to the bizarre world of anti-vaxxer bullshit. If you haven't checked that out yet, head on over and do it. It bounces off some of the content I've made in the past about treatment of people of color by medical professionals and how many medical advances have come from the subjugation and dehumanization of people of color, especially of women of color when it comes to pain management and pregnancy and um, all sorts of things that is a deep black hole that I can fall down that I'm going to do my best not to because I've talked about it before and I want to talk about other things. Um, Before we get too far into today's podcast, though, I do want to take a second to talk about the possibilities of some changes that are coming to Simply Put. Um, As I'm sure many of you figured out, because Anchor throws podcasts out to every platform, after a certain amount of time, I can't necessarily control who listens to it. Um, It's been something that many Patreon creators, including myself, have complained about, and it's something that Patreon has created an inter-platform podcast option to allow creators to control what goes out to who within the platform. It's something that I am planning on taking advantage of as soon as some of the kinks are worked out, and I will then port over content to here at some sort of 60 to 90 day delay. For those of you who aren't here from Patreon, who want to continue your regularly scheduled listening, hop on over to patreon.com backslash simplyashes and sign up for access. But now that that's out of the way, let's talk about today's topic, self-care during the holidays. So uh, 2020 has created an environment where it's impossible for most of us to ignore the divide that's happened between many of our houses. And that divide line has turned into almost a trench for many of us. 2020 has been a clusterfuck. It's taken a lot away from many of us. And one of those things that is often talked about is the differences in the way that we see our friends and our family members. A lot of the time, it's really easy to forget about that as you're, you know, worked up in your own life. And if you have kids, especially, or if you're working from home or or in the office, um, if you're still employed almost at this point, um, it's really it's really easy to get caught up in your day-to-day life and the things that you're doing and not necessarily rely so heavily on family and friends in the same way that you would um, any other time of the year. And then the holidays roll around and all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, now now uh, racist or homophobic or bigoted or morally corrupt from whomever's point of view, Uncle Terry, Aunt Joanna, like whomever uh, is going to be sitting at the table spewing some bullshit. And I have to I have to decide whether or not like I'm comfortable saying something or I'm even comfortable going. And in the land of social distancing in the United States, like you probably shouldn't be going. I know I do have a couple of listeners over in Europe where things are a little bit different. Um, I we we had Trump, so we don't we don't have social distancing mandates that are actually enforced by um, police officers or or members of the government so much as from the health department who just shuts down people's liquor licenses and then people raise money to 
to get said people out of jail or give them money to make up the difference or parade their businesses around so that they get more business for defying orders like we we don't we don't have we don't have a leadership that has uh, has done the leadership thing I do live in Michigan so we have Big Gretch who has tried her best and all of that has gotten her our assassination attempts and kidnapping plots um, where many of her constituents are actually joining the uh, GoFundMes that were then taken down, but the um, bail funds for the people who are trying to trying to kidnap and had plans to assassinate her in the first place. So, um, if you live someplace that just took the virus as like a scientific thing and handled it appropriately, congratulations, I envy you. If you are from the United States, well. At least we're all in this together. Um, but aside from that, like, I I am not someone who goes home for the holidays. I think that maybe I've gone, through, gone home maybe a handful of times in the 12 years since I graduated high school. Um, but it's something that even I struggle with this year. Because regardless of me never having any intention of going home in the first place, now I don't feel as if I can. Now I don't feel like it's a safe space for me. Now I don't feel like it's a safe space for my daughter. Um, although most of our families are at least uh, wearing masks where they're supposed to be. They're also um, very resistant to changing their behaviors and, and not doing the things that aren't essential by any means um, and don't need to be done, but they want to do them anyway. So not only is it not necessarily a safe place mentally from where they've shown their morals to be, but it's not a safe place physically because they're putting themselves at risk in situations where they don't need to. Um, so if you're someone who's looking for someone to tell you that it's okay to stay home, it's okay to stay home. Whether that's due to social distancing requirements, political or moral differences, family trauma, or anything in between. Please understand that you do not owe anyone your presence for anything ever. And yeah, that includes setting aside part of your day to do a Zoom meeting or a Google Hangout or a big FaceTime call or any of that. You do not owe your time, your space, your mental health to anybody, especially not right now. And if someone tries to guilt you into going somewhere or doing something that will cause you discomfort, you absolutely have no obligation to go. And a lot of people like to throw out, oh, well, I'll die. And what's your last memory with me? Or how how will you remember me? Or you'll never have this again. Okay, well, like, first off, the idea that death is inevitable shouldn't sway what makes you feel safe. Because, yeah, like, death is inevitable. And that's something that we've known the majority of our lives. But if someone doesn't mind that they will be remembered poorly for their behavior or that the last time they saw you or talked to you, things weren't okay, if they're okay with that, like, you you don't have to put your own discomfort ahead of their, their like, entitlement, I guess, um, your discomfort behind their feelings like you don't have to be like oh well like I'm I'm not sure but this is granny so-and-so's last last Christmas probably and I just feel like I should be there because it'll make her happy 
okay, well, she's had all of the other Christmases and holidays and days of the year to do something that made you feel like you wanted to be there for her because you loved her and you care about her and she makes you happy and turn that into an obligation where then she feels entitled to your presence because it might be the last one that she has. Like, that's not, that's not okay. It doesn't matter who is expected to die first, especially this year where we're all reminded just how um, mortal we are. Um, But your happiness does matter. Your comfort does matter. Your safety does matter. All of those things matter way more than the feelings of someone who feels entitled to your presence. On that same note, eat the food. Nourish your body. Your body burns calories just by existing. Your brain burns calories by working. Your heart burns calories by beating. You need calories to function, to play with kids, to laugh, to sing, to dance. That slice of pie you're not sure you want to eat will give you the energy to push your kids on the swings. The mashed potatoes will fuel your body to decorate sugar cookies with your family. The bread rolls will give your brain the fuel to process and convert your day full of memories to long-term memories. And that cup of hot chocolate with whipped cream will keep your body from shaking. And then when the day after your celebration comes, eat again. I don't know how many times I've talked to people including myself, who struggles with food and their relationship with food and have some level of disordered eating that talk about how, well, yeah, like, I don't really remember what we did. I I was really hungry, but I was trying not to eat or I was really full and I was trying not to eat or I was really full and I just kept eating and I don't remember what happened. Your body needs calories to convert food like to convert memories and you only get the opportunity to remember the thing once it's it's actually really fascinating the way that your brain works in the sense that you the thing happens it gets converted to memory and then from then on every memory every time you remember it you're just remembering the last time you remembered it and the stronger that that memory is initially, the more times you can remember that accurately. That's why so, um, like, as we get older, we forget things. And, or other people remember things differently. It's not just because of how old we were. And that's why when people see in movies, um, in Doctor Who, which isn't a movie, but follow me here um when his sidekick is going to lose her husband her love um time catches up with him and she's she that means she'll forget him everybody but a time lord will forget him and um and david tennant so the doctor it's like, no, you've, you've got to remember him. You've got to remember him. You've got, you've got to hang on to the memory. You can do it. Keep remembering the same thing over and over again. Um, because our brains are fucking wild. And, uh, and they need all the help they can get, not just to remember things accurately, but to 
gets to remember things for as long as they want. So if you really want to go home and and spend your mom or your dad or your grandparents' last holiday with them, make sure that you function in a way that's going to allow you to remember it. But for those of you who aren't going home for whatever reason, um, if the best that you can do is lay in bed that day and be sad that you're missing out on something that you do enjoy, that's okay too. Like you're 100% allowed to be sad. You're allowed to mourn the experiences that you look forward to. You're allowed to sit in that pain. I know for some families, Christmas is something that they look forward to for the entire year. Um, I don't necessarily know any Jewish people who feel that way about Hanukkah because Hanukkah isn't the most important holiday in um, in Judaism. Uh, but I do know that the holidays, the winter holidays and across all different religions and all different celebrations is is partly as joyous as it is because so many different people are celebrating at the same time. Um but like absolutely feel upset, allow yourself to be upset, allow yourself to mourn the loss of something that you really enjoy. Um, all I can say is try really, really hard not to live there, um, sit in it for as long as you need to, but don't, don't make yourself a bed, don't make yourself a room, don't, um, don't create space for you to be there for the foreseeable future. And if you've lost someone this year and you're feeling all of the feelings about their empty chair at the table, my heart is with you. Um, and I want you to know that it's okay to not feel like celebrating. I haven't celebrated Christmas in over a decade because Christmas was my grandmother's birthday. And... I can't imagine ever celebrating Christmas the same way again. I'm not ready, and I know that that's okay. I know it's also okay to celebrate anyway. Nobody has any right to tell you how to remember the people that you love during holidays that they're, you're used to them being there. Holidays are hard for a lot of us, and this year will be hard for a lot more people for a lot different reasons. So please know that you're not alone. Please make sure that you're covering your bases, making sure that you have the numbers to reach out for help or support if you need them, whether that's a friend, a family member, or something like a suicide hotline. Please have those numbers available. Please at least be proactive in that sense. If those resources are things that you don't have or that you don't feel comfortable using, send me a message on Patreon, on the Simply Ashes Facebook page. Email me at IamSimplyAshes at gmail.com. We celebrate Yule, so our winter holiday is over. Um, you're not taking any time away from a special day in my life. You're not taking any celebrations away from my family. You're not imposing. You're not alone. You matter. And you're not a burden to anybody. So, stay safe. Happy holidays. 
and blessed be. I'll see you next week.